Victory 91.5. Good morning. What a special couple of days mm-hmm. it has been. Fascinating. As you may be hearing about Passover for the first time, I'm hearing about Passover for the 45th time. But in but a I'm, whole new way. A whole new way. Yeah. Every tradition that we did growing up in a Jewish atheist home. I know that's crazy. I know that's, that is bizarre. People ask me all the what do you mean you didn't believe in God? I thought all Jewish people believe in God. Well, there is a a stronghold of the Jewish people, especially my parents' age, growing up during the Holocaust here in America, that have a huge wall. Well, and and based off of the the history uh, that Ray was sharing, Mm -hmm. the Jewish people have been persecuted a very long time. Hmm. So hearing Jesus in Passover... I just want to pray for people who who might be listening right now. They might be Jewish. They might have Jewish friends. There's great hope. Mm. There's great hope because we have a great God. And he's real. And he's the God of Abraham mm-hmm. and the God of Moses and all of the... All of the stories that you may call stories, like my parents call them stories. Uh, Those are just made-up stories. People just wrote down those stories and passed them along. There was a real God leading the Jews out of Canaan. And he is with us today. Father, thank you. Thank you, and we praise you. And we give you the glory for, for what we are hearing today through the story of Passover, through the story of sacrifice as Jesus becomes the Passover lamb. Father, I I thank you for revealing yourself to me. Mm-hmm. I thank you that you pursued me through my sin. I thank you that you never gave up on me, that you never let me go. And I pray, Lord, for those listening right now who don't believe that you're real who may have never contemplated who you are, who may have said you don't exist, who may have blasphemed, who may have done all the exact same things that I did, that you would reveal yourself right now to them as the one true God who loved them so much he sent the Passover lamb as a sacrifice for them to shed his blood for our sin to bring us to a right relationship with you and then Lord on the third day as we're hearing that that number so many times in this teaching of Passover on that third day raised from the dead brought to your right hand where he reigns he rules over all things today and hallelujah he's coming back yes Father, we pray right now for the Jewish people Mm -hmm. here in North Georgia, in our families around the country, and in countries around the world, that you would change their hearts today from hardened hearts, from misguided thinking, 
from bitterness. Father, open their eyes, open their ears, and give them that new life. Yes. Give them the joy. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Ray's going to continue teaching now on Passover. But when he's done talking and you want prayer, and that was you we were praying for, we would love to pray with you. Mm -hmm. 770-781-9150. Part 10, Passover. We actually have other people here, too. So if you want to call oh, now, yes. you can do oh, that. Oh, yeah. yeah call <laughs> You're not alone today. <laughs> prayer people are standing by. This kind of uh, goes well with that particular section because uh, I would call this, it's not in this particular thing I wrote, but it's, it's the language of God. Mm. Is God talking to you? Good gosh, man. Yes. He is talking <laughs> to you in every possible way. He can talk to you in the ways you, you hear him, in the ways you don't hear him, in the ways you deny him. He's, he, is, he, was, he is declaring himself. The language of God is not Hebrew, it is not Greek, it is not ink language, English. God speaks and galaxies come out. Mm. God speaks and beauty comes out. So he speaks a language all his own. And it's this, it's these, Paso, it's these things of Passover, it's these shadows and types. It's the parables, it's the things he's putting out in front of you because he wants to fascinate you to look at him and recognize who he is. So whether you're a Christian, this next section is the elements of, of Passover that especially relate to walking out and living out your Christianity. If you are lost, if you're just searching and trying to figure it out, these are the echoes of God just trying to say, listen, I, I want you to know I'm pursuing you. I want to show you how I pursued my people, even at a time when they were in slavery. And I told them they'd be in slavery hundreds of years before they were there. there. But I want to show you, no matter what you're going through, this is how I walk with you through that. So you don't become one of those people that says, I'm so angry at God. Mm. He is after you, and he wants to deliver you. Uh, so we run into a few elements as you go through Passover. You run into this little spat of things you do all in order. One of them is with matzah, and you take a pinch of salt, and you have a piece of matzah with salt on it. Mm -hmm. So the verse, season all your grain offerings with salt. Do not leave the salt of the covenant your God out of your grain offering. Add salt to all your offering. That's Leviticus 2. Salt preserves. It purifies. We are the salt. Jesus is mm. the bread. Mm. All right? He can introduce himself all he wants. He is never going to stop wanting you to be a part of it because he allows you to be the salt of that offering of that covenant. So when you go to people, even your bad sometimes, even your failures and your mess ups, when you share those, those are salt. Mm -hmm. That's the whole point of that. The next is what's called uh, the more and bitter herbs. Um, you mix, mix these two things. There is harosis, which is my favorite mm. food of Passover. Is that everybody's favorite food? My, it's mine. My wife makes the <laughs> best harosis. <laughs> you can go and find the recipe on there, but it's usually apples and nuts and honey and wine and just all these little mm -hmm. things. And you mix them up together and you eat them on the cracker. Mm -hmm. it's, it's awesome. It is. And I just got to say, the longer you keep it for days after, the better it, it gets. It is. It is. And it I just marinates. remembered. I remembered. I just. I promised yesterday to make fried matzo this morning here at the station, and I forgot. Oh, well. It's all right. 
So now this one, you don't eat crackers. You eat bitter herbs and more together. So this is very specific. More represents um, the the mortar that you, that you hold together bricks with. Mm-hmm. All right. So this these two things together are both bitter things, although they're really sweet. We recall the bitterness of slavery mm-hmm. when we choose to sin. Yep. Remember the suffering of Jesus who sets us free. So in the horosis here, this mixing of bitter and sweet, you taste the sweetness of God's forgiveness. Mm. So important mm. when you bring your bitterness to God that you realize that he can handle this. He's not going to cast you out. Mm-hmm. We're praying for people to get saved. The reason is, guess what? He's not giving up on you. He has hope in you. Amen. Now you... Um, eats what we talked about yesterday, what they call the sop. Um, it is uh, matzah combined with bitter herb and that sweet herosis. So, and you can, the the bitter herbs you can use a lot of times, you can, you mix things together here. So it's the bitterness of slavery or sin mm-hmm. and the sweetness of God's redemption. So this sandwich is eaten with lamb during the temple times. As Christians, we still use lamb at our Passover. It's also known as the sop. You give that sop, if you weren't listening yesterday, to the, the your beloved, the, your your husband, your wife, your child, somebody that you truly, truly treasure and in, in, in love. There is uh, a moment before Passover that happens. Um, Jesus was anointed before his crucifixion, that, and it's just this, this really beautiful illustration. Um, Mary comes up, one of the Marys, and she broke this alabaster box. Mm. Now, you have to ask yourself, because it kind of goes with this sop part here. She could have simply opened it <laughs> and poured it out so it could be used to uh, fill up again and mm-hmm. save. All right. Mm-hmm. Think of it like your, um, well, it's it's an extremely expensive, first of all. Both parts of it are. It's a precious perfume. Most likely it was her dowry. So it was mm. probably saved up and given to her. So. It's her dowry. It was right. the most mm. precious thing she probably owned. Yes, and a very specific thing too. Mm. It's not just uh, it's not just her piggy bank. This is her dowry, which means this goes. This makes her valuable to Mary. This is what she brings to her marriage, right? So think about what she does, and you think about the surrounding of what's going on here, right? She picks a very public place. All right, marriages in, in Jewish, that time, they're not secret. You, you know there's this whole process you're going through. So when she comes in with her dowry, mm-hmm. breaks it, which means I'm never going to use this again. Mm. Mm. Because you have to say, this is not going to be used for any other purpose right. after anointing him. So it was a massive bridal vow to Jesus and to no one else. So that's why when people are looking on, they're going, what in the world? They know they're not dating. They're, there's no relationship mm-hmm. here. What is she doing? And now, and everybody knows the kind of person she is. She's a, she is a sinner. And so she brings her dowry, and it, it's the most odd moment of Scripture, if you let it be. And Jesus says, this will never be forgotten <laughs> because it is such a beautiful thing. Because she's, she understands it. Jesus understands it. Everybody in the room is going, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> because this is her dowry. She's bringing it to him saying, right. you, you are the bridegroom. I get it. Mm. You are the bridegroom. There's no one on earth that compares to you. And she throws her dowry away. And she pours it out on him. And that was a few days before Passover. So when you talk about this sop, 
you're also talking about this. This is this precious reminder that when you, with Jesus, this, this meal is with you and God. And so mm -hmm. this sop is between you and him, too. It's not just between a person. It's you pouring out that oil on his feet and that perfume on his feet. It's you saying, wow, I choose you. I know that there's things in this world that appeal to me, but I want to break my vow with those things, and I want to make a vow with you. This is amazing. Wow. This is incredible. Where where are you going to get this? It's and there's there's all these cool things. Yeah. I mean, you're going through Passover, and if you're if you're in this rote kind of thing where you grow up just all right, time to eat the cucumber, mm -hmm. you know, you you miss the whole point of it. But mm -hmm. these are the whispers of God. These are the parables. These these are those 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 shadows that he's that he's over top of you, and you see a shadow over, and you know somebody's behind you, and that's the whole point of this. Is so you go wait. There's someone over him. There's someone directing this. The next part of this is the green vegetable, typically a cucumber, represents the hyssop branches you put the blood on the door with. Also, it's considered a bitter herb. You eat it with salt water. It's life and it's springtime. It's also tears. Mm -hmm. They groaned in their slavery, cried out, and God heard them. And it reminds us to what we just did, to pray and ask God for help because he promised to hear and help us. So in this Passover, you're not just eating a cucumber dipped in salt water. You're saying, God, you will hear my prayers. I can take mm -hmm. that to the bank. Mm -hmm. The uh, horosis we talked about, the clay of apples, nuts, cinnamon, and wine. It's the bricks and mortar. It's sin and bondage. That roasted egg we talked about earlier is the peace offering. It's a symbol of life. Um... We need peace with God. It's that reminder, this uh, this egg, you've got to crack that thing, open that thing if, in order for there to be peace with God. Nobody eats it whole, right? Mm -hmm. You crack it, you get it out. You need peace with God. Something has to be broken. Wow. Salt water symbolizes the tears shed by the Israelite slaves. It also reminds us when they crossed the Red Sea when they were set free. This is the thing. God has freedom come into our to our life and if you'll notice every one of those are things you struggle with every single day of your life the feasts are built to be our daily companions to mm. remind us of our truth it's not one day not one feast it's your daily walk with god wow this is incredible this is ray haynes teaching on passover if you heard last year's passover teaching you recognize this is completely different god is revealing more and more yes. of who he is through this feast Part 11 coming up.